Hello and good morning and welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30am to 9am to help small businesses. Now ask any questions in the comments or hashtag QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. I'm uh, Shoei Baslem. I'm a practicing chartered accountant qualified uh, from the big four. I went into business almost 12 years ago. And I head up a leading accountancy practice in London. We're also QuickBooks Pro Advisors. I run a number of other successful businesses, including e-commerce. My specialism lies in helping small businesses with all aspects of growth and productivity. For instance, what softwares should we be using for our small businesses? And, and as, as we know, there's a lot of cloud-based applications now that have an open API, and there's a lot of benefits using that. Or what sort of integrations uh, or integration tools should we be looking at? We, we know of tools such as Zapier or Automate, um, as well as productivity tools. We should also be looking at some you know, certain benefits of cloud accounting solutions. Obviously, you know, with Intuit, it's got its built-in features. Um, but, you know, historically, a lot of people have been using, for instance, uh, accounting tools, They've used their accounting software that's been desktop. They've used a different software for payroll. They've tried to merge the data together, put in journals. And again, it's not just increased the workload of the accountant, but it's also increased the workload of the client, passing that information and for reporting purposes. As we know, you know, with a lot of softwares now, you've got built-in tools that has payroll, for example, for example QuickBooks payroll, that's built-in. Uh, that means at the end of the month, you can actually see the reports, which gives you a very accurate data in terms of um, how much um, you know, profit, how much loss you've made based on the payroll data that you've run. Now, in terms of the, um, obviously, you know, the recent announcement with, with, with government schemes with in, in my previous shows, I've talked about the reduced VAT, um, and as, as we're hitting uh, August now, obviously, there, there are incentives for um, restaurants, for instance, and we've also talked about the furlough scheme as well, in terms of the MTD. Um, but what I really want to discuss is how can we come out of you know, COVID-19 now uh, as, as, as the ease down approaches? Uh, uh, stronger than we actually went into and you know what have we done during these far past few months and what will we do in the next few months until we're still working from home with you know most with some and most of us now are we looking at the tools um in order to make our businesses more productive for example using ocr technology um and we know we can you know very easily capture data uh, we can go in and uh, have information to be able to uh, upload receipts into our accounting solutions, um, or whether are, are we really utilizing that contact data that we have um, and you know manage our databases, um, have, have all the leads and have various other workflows to make our processes much more efficient. Now, again, um, it, it, 
you know, it depends on what business you're in. You know, um, a lot of businesses we speak to, uh, if you're using the right solutions, obviously, you know, what that essentially means is, you, you know, you've got the access to be able to remarket, um, you know, you, to your clients using particular emails or email campaigns um, or perhaps ask them for feedback. Um, or be able to resell other items on e-commerce. And there's a lot of things that we can do using these very clever pieces of uh, softwares that are CRMs. Uh, and, and that's really, really important. Um, again, it's, you know, if, if you're in the e-commerce industry, it is really important to be able to um, manage your stock. Uh, if you're selling physical stock, um, do we have the right inventory tools to be able to make those decisions um in terms of the inventory count you know i come across a lot of businesses uh, i myself own a number of other e-commerce solutions and i i know how important it is to be able to know and um, the quantity of our stock how much buffer do we need um you know all background reporting in terms of what knock-on effect will it have if i made 20% more sales today, how much more buffer do I need? And it's important decisions like that that can affect your working capital, that can affect your cash flow, uh, amongst other things. It's also so important to be looking at accounting solutions for e-commerce that can uh, reduce your accounting burden. So for example, if you're using the likes of Shopify, uh, BigCommerce, or if you're using uh, sales cloud, sales cloud. We, I mean, very few people use sales cloud. Sales cloud primarily because because it's uh, very very expensive. Um, but are we linking all these together um, to our accounting solutions? We, you know, I've, I've come across a number of people they've been using WooCommerce for for instance for a number of years and exporting those um, reports, not being able to link that to their accounting platforms which has not only increased their workload, but the workload of the accountant. But if we can use tools to integrate them together, um, we can have very you know, clever real-time reporting into our accounting solutions. Um, again, you know, what I want to also talk about is uh, the recent, obviously, work from home pandemic uh, and the issue that's had on, as a knock-on effect on remote working. Now, as we know, um, obviously, working from home has its own benefits, but at the same time, there's a lot of disadvantages as well. Um, and and that, that is why it's so important to be able to look into various other aspects of automation. Um, if you are going to be working from home for the next couple of months, are we looking at tools to be able to automate our workflows? Um, are we also looking at this time to be able to identify whether, uh, you know, our staff, they are working productivity, um, uh, you know, is there productivity within our business? Is there uh, utilization of our resources? And again, how do we cross communicate that data? Um, obviously, as, as we went into uh, the pandemic, you know, the tools such as Microsoft Teams and Zoom um, or Ring Central, uh, Circle Loop, uh, another one, uh, they became very, very uh, popular. And it was really important to be able to use these tools to be able to communicate. What we're seeing now is there's a lot more uh, tools now that are making us uh, even more productive. Um, and we're seeing small businesses actually go out of their way and utilize 
uh, that time and 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 you know uh, identify these opportunities to be able to uh, work a lot more productively. We've got loads of questions coming up, um, and you know please. Please do ask them on Facebook Messenger or on Twitter. We've got Instagram as well and, and YouTube Live. So please do ask these questions. Keep bringing them in. Um, but as you know, as, as I mentioned, it is very, very important. We look at our current infrastructure, the architect of our accounting solutions, whether you're an e-commerce platform, whether you're a brick and mortar, there is some element of automation that you can introduce um, that can help you reduce that time, but more importantly, help you grow. Now, we have a very strong marketing team and, you know, I've, I've worked in a number of other um, areas of, of business. And one of the most important things is to be able to use these um, tools um, that can help um, cross market to your customers. So, for instance, if you're using a CRM, coming back to that, I know we're getting a few questions being asked on that uh, as as I speak, but based based on that, for instance, if you can uh, have a very solid CRM and you know you've made an order from an e-commerce platform, what do you truly do with that data? Do you go into that platform and I identify through perhaps Google Analytics the behavior of that business? <coughs> Or do you go into um, that uh, platform and see the cross-communication or the exchange of telephone calls in one particular platform? Now, there are tools that can go even further and identify the behavior of um, that lead on your website, or it can even change the layout of your website design based on the uh, activity um, that you've performed on, on, on that uh, website. So if you've gone on to someone's, if you've gone on to Nike trainers and you've been looking at the Nike trainers and then you've gone in next time and you've looked at Nike trainers again, um, there is a cookie period and it stores those cookies and based on your IP and details, next time you go in through Einstein products, as Salesforce defines them, um, these products then actually change the whole layout and actually give you that experience that you're looking for because it knows that you're interested in perhaps trainers. Again, are we using Facebook marketing? Are we using social media marketing? There are you know, very quick fixes such as Facebook pixels, which we've seen a huge rate of return and that can be um, retargeted. So you, you quite simply get your developer to install a plugin for Facebook Pixel. And what you can do site, you can go back um, and, and remarket them um, on, on social media. You can actually show them what products they were looking at. If you have a particular tag manager uh, installed for each page, so if, for example, they're looking at trainers and you want them to look at trainers, or if they went onto the you know the uh, tracks of bottoms um, landing page, then you can actually promote the that particular product back on Facebook. Um, and again, you know it's very very effective. Uh, you can use various other marketing tools to identify the rate of return. There's SEMrush, there's Ahrefs, this, the list goes on. And using all that, you can identify what your cost per click was. Um, and, and that's another element as, as we come out of COVID-19. Um, it's important to be able to invest our uh, buck into the right rate of ret uh, you know, rate of return investment. So if, for instance, you're investing your money into Google AdWords, 
is that more worth it than social media ads um, and vice versa? So it's really, really important to be able to look into that. Like I said, do have the questions coming in. I'm going to crack in and ask the um, answer the first question. We've got a question from Sadi. Uh, that's from Twitter. Uh, it's a direct message. How do you think businesses can benefit future-proof uh, their company, especially with the self-employed income support uh, loans being due at some point next year? Now, um, again, you know, I, I, I think in terms of... Um, future-proofing your company, it's really, really be, uh, important to be able to um, support support your businesses for the next 12 or six months um, because it's very, very difficult times. It is, it is a difficult period. Um, and if you can actually survive this pandemic, if you can come out of this much stronger, um, remember, a lot of people, they'll have a lot of cash. And obviously, there's going to be, you know, some element of inflation over the next few years so if you can survive and you have a very robust business model and um, that is going to be the most important things obviously we're introducing some employment uh, loans um there you know there are government incentives this year and there are incentives next year as well so um i, I you know in, in in terms of making your business much more stronger i would look at what your business model is how can you perhaps introduce elements to increase your profit margins? How can you retain your key assets? If you're in a consultancy business, for example, you know, your HR, that's very, very important. We've got another message coming here from uh, Tyler uh, from Facebook Messenger. Uh, and she's mentioned, hi, Shoeb, we're an accountancy firm with about 15 employees based in Newcastle. We're wanting to move uh, to a digital practice and are taking baby steps. We already use QuickBooks. Um, what do you think the next steps are to ensure we'll never need to use a piece of paper again? Well, um, a very, very good question, Tyler, um, and, and, and quite an interesting one because um, uh, one of my other businesses is We Run Your Practice. Um, with We Run Your Practice, um, and, and, and it's funny you've mentioned this because um, last uh, two weeks ago, Friday, we we uh, you know it was announced that we've been a finalist for the most digital and innovative firm of the year. Um, so we're amongst the top five in the UK, and we use you know RPA and artificial intelligence and so many other great tools out there. And we run the accountancy firms for other accountancy firms as well, as well as having our own accountancy firm along with my other businesses. And again, you know, wearing several different. Um, you know, hats at once obviously gives us an idea of what platforms should be be using. Um, I think, you know, in in order to have a digital practice, and this is something you know we we're we're, pro we're very proud of. And um, I think it is really important. You you know, first of all, take a step back, think about what platforms you're currently using. Okay, um, write them down. You know, brainstorm them, um, and then identify. Okay. Um, how many applications am I using? Um, okay, I'm using 10 applications to run my accountancy practice. What do I need to be using? What are the great tools out there? Um, and try and look at tools that are cloud-based. Be a bit more biased towards, obviously, the, the cloud. Um, obviously, QuickBooks being one of them, it's brilliant because you can buy bureau licenses as an accountant. Um, and it's, you know, it's fairly reasonable. Uh, I've done a lot of market research. 
comparatively to some of the other software uh, vendors out there. And you can buy bureau licenses for as cheap as, you know, I mean, I'm not going to go into the prices, but you can get really, really cheap licenses. Um, now, what that means is you can offer that to your clients. Okay, you can offer, offer that to your clients um, as part of your package. You can also link that to several other tools. Like I said, you know, if, if your clients are uh, Shopify customers and they're using e-commerce, you can actually link that to various other platforms, which reduces your time. Okay, you can have bank feeds uh, and you can also run payroll within QuickBooks. So you don't need other third parties applications. Um, in addition to QuickBooks, it could be one platform that can manage everything for you. And that is really, really important because the last thing you want to do is actually journal in that information again. Um, and whereas QuickBooks can do. And again, you know, you can use various other third party tools or QuickBooks native tools um, that can help you um, store data within QuickBooks. So, for example, if you are using QuickBooks and you want to be able to upload the PDF receipts and invoices, well, quite simply take a picture and it uploads that. But at the same time, it can remember what that line item was. Now, if it says, for example, WX Smith, and you know that's going to be stationary, next time it's going to remember WX Smith was stationary, for instance, and you've just got to go in and approve that. Um, so I, I, I think... You know, have a look at that. But in terms of the bigger picture, have a look at what applications should I be using? How can I make them communicate to each other? If you're using onboarding tools, you know, to send engagement letters, do they link with QuickBooks? Okay. Um, and, and this is why it's important to do that summary first, because if you go with QuickBooks or if you go with another application and then you realize, actually, I really need this um, third party tool and it doesn't cross communicate then you, you know, you're pretty much stuck. So it's really important to be able to see the bigger picture and, and then decide, okay, well, you know, is, is this the right solution? It's also important to be able to look at um, the integrations between them as well. Um, do you need a custom built-in integration or can you have something like Zapier to be able to communicate? Um, so I'd, I'd look at that. Uh, I think that's really, really important as an accountancy practice. Um, you know, our profit margins are, you know, it's, it's, it's a very tight margin industry. So it's really important to be using the right productivity tools in the first place. We've got a question here from Addy, um, and, and this is from Instagram, and this is a direct message. Uh, with the new apprenticeship scheme, are there any specific dates to know uh, about when I need to take an apprentice on for a specific time, like six months? My company is growing, and I feel taking on an apprentice would be great in these uncertain times. Well, great uh, question, uh, Eddie. Uh, I think one of the most important things is to be able to, first of all, identify, do I need an apprentice? And don't just take on an apprentice for the sake of it. I think the government is, uh, you know, obviously encouraging that. And, and that's a brilliant initiative. Um, and if you feel actually, you know, this is something that I can benefit from, as you know, there are uh, government subsidies um, if you take on an apprentice in, in a particular age age group. Um, then you will be entitled to um, a subsidy by the government. In terms of the dates, um, at, at the moment, all that information has been provided by the government in terms of on their website. Um, so the deadlines go until January. So, you, you know, keep a watch out for that. But you can start taking on apprentices now and benefit from this scheme. Um, 
we've got another question coming up. And this is a, a question from Gregory. Uh, it's from Facebook Messenger. Uh, the question is, hi, Shweb. Thanks for your time so far. Do you have any plans for Pearl's, Pearl Accountants to expand as an accountancy practice? Uh, what do you what do you assess before you make any developments? <clears throat> what do we assess before we make any developments? Um, I think for me, it's all about um, you know a pro and con analysis. So, if, for example, we we're about to go out and you know, uh, for instance, we went out and developed a few robots, right? And we wanted our clients to benefit from automation. We wanted our clients to um, perhaps benefit from a real-time dashboard or our clients to benefit from other great tools, then we'd go out and, first of all, assess a, a profit and loss scenario. What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? Uh, and that's really, really important. We also try and find out how much demand is there for this particular service. So, for instance, is there a demand for um, giving our clients tailor-made reports? Well, majority of small businesses may not need um, tailor-made reports because you can derive that from QuickBooks. There are, however, certain clients uh, that may be very lucrative that need, uh, you know, particular custom-made reports with KPI analysis or a scenario-based analysis. What will happen to your cash flow if you were to buy, um, a, a, you know, a, another piece of stock for two hundred thousand pounds? What knock-on effect does that have on your cash flow, on your KPIs, on your working capital, your profitability? Where will you be in the next six to twelve months? Is it a short-term, um, you know, dip with a long-term um, boom? So, what, where do you actually um, stand in terms of your uh, business? So, we we look at those kind of contingency-based scenarios and help our clients make the right decisions using that those reports. Now, obviously, this is normally for slightly bigger businesses or businesses that require a bit more um, value-added hand-holding approach. And again, that you know that's really, really important. So um, it's, it's important to be able to look at that scenario and actually, um, yeah, you know, really, really be able to assist um, and 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 look into different aspects of you know um, like I said advantages and disadvantages make before making a decision on whether we should execute that project. Um, and again, one of the most important things is also to help our customers. Um, you know, are are we are we going out of our way to help our customers? Now, remember, you're an accountancy practice owner, so you know, as as we know, yes, there's compliance, but if we can help our clients grow you know and 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 handhold them in five years time we've got a great client retention and we know how difficult it is sometimes to get new leads so it's really really important we retain that information as well we've got questions more questions coming up um and we've got a question from uh, Alice from Instagram. It's a direct message. Um, hey, Shweb, thank you so much for your guidance today. We are a jewelry restoration company based in Windsor, um, not too far from us. We're in West London as well. Um, we're going to be opening up uh, again next week. We're worried that customers may still be cautious of going outside and therefore may not visit. 
Do you have any advice for ourselves and other businesses out there and how we can anticipate and overcome that scenario? Now, I, I think that's a brilliant question. I, I think, Alice, this is exactly what you need to be thinking. Um, it appears that you're a brick and mortar uh, uh, business. Um, what I would perhaps uh, look at is as, as, as a as a um, as as a as a shop based business, perhaps. Um, are, are we are we promoting our business online? Are we promoting our business where people can perhaps um obviously you deal with jewelry so it's you know high value uh, goods what if you had and i'm just thinking out loud what if you had an e-commerce platform and someone requested i don't know uh, your services online and there was a pickup service and every time you picked something up there was perhaps something um, a, dr- a driver, you have your own personal drivers go and pick up those products um, and they charge a markup. I think that reduces um, the, you know, and, and increases the demand because now you're almost all over London and you're getting customers which you may not have got before. Um, and you're making, you know, you're not making a loss anymore because you're paying someone to pick, pick up the goods. You can't get them to post this because it's high value stuff. Um, but if, if, if that was an idea, I, I mean, if I had to restore my jewelry, I wouldn't mind someone coming over to my house, paying another 50 quid, showing them and getting some sort of receipt. I think that could be a gap in the market. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other things that you can do to make your business stronger as well. We've got a question uh, here from Nathaniel uh, from Facebook Messenger. Morning, Shweb. Um, Would businesses, will businesses be allowed to reopen again? And what would you advise for business owners to be aware of that um, of that increased productivity and efficiency? I think yes, absolutely. I mean, look, um, I, I, they will be. I think it's just a matter of time. I think there's a lot of fear. Um, but once once businesses do, I think there's going to be a lot of competition. I think businesses will be thinking, depending on the business industry that you operate, they'll be thinking outside the box and they'll be thinking more cloud-based. They'll be looking at efficiencies. They'll be looking at contingency planning as well. We've got questions coming up. Mike from Twitter. Um, and that is, good morning, Shweb. What kind of AI technologies are you uh, seeing working uh, with well within small businesses? Um, it, this, you know, a huge, huge, huge question here, Mike. It really depends. There's a lot of things that we can discuss. Automation to RPA to AI, AI. You know, if, for businesses that truly understand that, there's a lot of things that can be done. Um, again, guys, you know, we're we're just uh, approaching um, the, the end of the show here, so. Um, Earlier during the video, obviously, we ran a poll on Facebook live feed. We asked the question, do you currently use any apps for QuickBooks? And um, so I I thought I'm going to share the results. 75% of you clicked on yes, which is brilliant, and 13% clicked on no. I've not considered it, and 13% clicked on I don't know. So that's almost about 26%, um, 25%, 26% of people but actually not been uh, using uh, apps, uh, you know. So I I think this is perhaps the first steps that you should be undertaking. Have a look at um, a lot of um, apps on the QuickBooks market, App Exchange, and 
Um, some of them directly link into QuickBooks, some of them take a bit of time. So it's really, really important. Um, and, you know, to you have a look at that, but there's a lot that can be said here. Um, we are approaching the end of the show, guys. So any questions, obviously, get in touch with QuickBooks support team or Facebook or myself on um, 0208-582-0076. You can head over to our website, and uh, that's pearlaccountants.com, P-E-A-R-L, accountants.com. Um, you can get in touch with me if there's anything about automation or e-commerce or anything. Um, it would be delighted to help you. Um, coming up tomorrow, we've got on uh, Ask the Expert tomorrow, we've got uh, Johan Gori, who's an MD of JGBC, one of the QuickBooks uh, top pro advisors based in Edinburgh. Now, Johan is a startup specialist accountant. So tune in, um, ask him any questions as you may tomorrow. Um, otherwise, I'm Shweb Aslam. Thank you guys so much for watching and stay safe.